Welcome to Socially Supportive, where you'll hear the hottest insights and discover cutting-edge technology as we take you behind the scenes with the latest authors, top executives, and industry thought leaders. This is Customer Care the Social Way with your host, Frankie Soche. Episode 115 of the Socially Supportive Podcast is brought to you by The Social Pack. Get on the inside to stay on the top side. Head on over to sociallysupportive.com and join today for the latest tips, tricks, and technology in digital and social customer care. Also brought to you by Bluehost, the best web hosting for just $3.95 a month. Bluehost is the number one recommended web hosting service by WordPress.org. Every account features one-click WordPress installation. Plus, Bluehost's trained in-house experts are there to help 24-7. Their robust help center includes guides, video tutorials, and more. You can try them and love them or get a refund within 30 days of signing up. Your satisfaction is their top priority and they're confident you'll be pleased with their services. The Socially Supportive Podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network. Hello, Social Pack! Welcome to Wisdom Wednesday. As you know, I bring wisdom on Wednesdays from the best books, articles, videos, conferences, people, experts, and I bring all of that right back to you, to your earbuds on Wednesdays. And before we get started, though, I do need to share some announcements with you. If you haven't heard yet and you didn't get a chance, I'm sorry, but my free 30-minute coaching sessions have closed. If you really need something, don't despair. Just tweet me at at or email me at frankie at sociallysupportive.com and I will do what I can to get you taken care of so that you can make sure that you are delivering that fantastic digital and social customer support out there. I might even be your customer. So that's a good way to pay it back, to pay it forward, right? Right. And the other announcement is, if you haven't heard, my new book is coming out. It's called What Customers Want. And really being a customer, wanting to make sure that we provide great digital and social customer care to our customers, I felt like I really needed to go out and provide all of the knowledge and insight that I could from my experience having talked to all these brands and technology companies and experts and authors and bring that together so that we could all talk about what does fantastic digital and social customer service look like? What do those customers want anyway? And if you're a member of the social pack already, you're going to have excerpts from the book that will be sent out to you and you'll have a sneak peek before anybody else does. And if you're not already a member of the Social Pack, you can go to sociallysupportive.com and just click to sign up for the Social Pack. And don't worry, it doesn't cost you anything. And I'm not going to spam you with emails every single day. We are very busy people. And as you can tell that the podcasts are 20 minutes approximately, they're not an hour, an hour and a half long. I'm not going to send you emails that are an hour and an hour and a half long to get through either. So Go ahead and sign up for the social pack. You won't be disappointed with it. And then you'll be up to speed on all the latest events, the latest conferences that are good to go to, and the latest information about the book. You'll be in the know. Let's get to what we're going to talk about today. We are talking to Sandy Stretch from Question Pro, and she came on Monday 
And if you missed Monday, you've really got to go back and have a listen to it because she told us about measuring customer satisfaction through surveys, which you know that we really need to be doing if we are doing digital and social customer care. And we've got to be tying all that together. She's originally from Detroit, and she has an eclectic background of research, agency, broadcast, and SaaS experience. She's done product work, sales, and management, and currently she's running the customer experience product line for Question Pro, as we said. She lives in Half Moon Bay, California with her college sweetheart, and they have 20-year-old twin daughters, which if you listened on Monday, we sort of talked about, I've got twins and she's got twins. And since they're 20, she's figuring out what empty nesting is all about. They love being outdoors, hiking with their lab, going to the beach, playing golf, tennis, and baking. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Sandy Stretch. Sandy, thank you for being back on the show for us. Thanks, Frankie. So excited to be here again. Good. And I had told everybody, we talked about on last Monday's episode, how I had told everybody we met at CX Talks and that there were so many good thought leaders and technology and subject matter experts. And when I saw you, we had a discussion at the booth about how digital and social customer care really needs to be doing more holistic surveying and really getting tied into their main organization to make sure that they are surveying the right people in the right way, doing the right things. And so I had asked you to go ahead and come back on the show. And since we may or may not really be that tight into surveying to tell us what should we ask? What should we do? And you and I have had a great discussion about it. So I'm interested for you to go ahead and share with the audience, what should we be asking our customers when we're surveying them? Yeah, absolutely. So let's boil this down, like you said, to the five survey questions to ask. And before I jump into there, let me ask you this. Do any of these sound familiar? We're an early stage startup. Customer experience is not important. We don't have the funds for a customer experience program. We do not have the resources to manage that type of program. We survey, we just don't have the time to follow up. Our response rates continue to drop. We're too big. We have over hundreds of thousands of customers. Well, frankly, the cost of doing nothing is more than you think. Yes, and I have heard all of those questions from many of the companies that I've either talked to, had on the show, done consulting for, worked for. All of those sound exactly familiar to me. Yep. So let's take us back to the summer of 2011. I'm sure everyone will remember this story when I start telling it. You know, Netflix, they ignored their customers by splitting its DVD and streaming business and effectively increased prices by 40%. As a result, they lost over 800,000 subscribers and their stock price fell to less than half its previous value in just three months. That is at least a loss of $8 million in three months. Oh my gosh. So frankly, like I said earlier, you can't not afford to not survey your customers. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That is a double negative. I will agree with you can't yep. not afford to not survey your customers. Yeah. Had Netflix bothered to listen, they may have avoided this. And boiling it down to Netflix ignoring what their customers were saying about them through their social media and feedback channels, it was just a huge blunder. So to avoid this blunder like Netflix, here are the most important questions you should always ask your customers to always know what they think about you. So let's start with number one. How likely is it that you would recommend our product or service to a friend or colleague? 
Those of you who are familiar with customer surveys guessed right. It's the net promoter score or the NPS question, also known as the ultimate question. The reason why people all over the world are crazy about this question is because it gives you deep insight into what your customers think about your brand. Now, NPS doesn't just measure a single interaction. It measures how loyal your customer is to your brand, and that extends into customer lifetime value, or LTV. Just think about it. When you recommend something to your friend, it's always an excellent product or a top-notch service, right? What kind of a friend would you be if you recommended a <laughs> mediocre restaurant or a boring night out, right? right. Nobody says, uh, you should definitely try that burger place. It's completely average. Nobody <laughs> says that. Exactly. If a lot of people tell you that they would recommend your product, that's great. But if you get a lot of no's or I don't know's, you should definitely dig deeper to find out what troubles your customers are experiencing with your brand. Why aren't they enthusiastic about you? And what can you do to make them love you? So here's a pro tip. You can experiment with this question a little bit to pull even more valuable information. Consider only your most recent purchase experience. How likely would it be for you to recommend the product or company or service to a friend or colleague? Or consider your complete experience with our company. How likely would you be to recommend our product to company to a friend? Also consider embedding this question directly into the survey email invitation. So if your customer decides not to complete the entire survey, at least you know where you stand with that customer from a loyalty standpoint. When you and I talked before, you said that to me, and I thought that that was brilliant. And I think I've seen it used once or twice before in my dealings as a customer. But in deploying that as a survey tactic is brilliant because especially I know if I am extra frustrated at a company, maybe I don't want to take the time to put in the effort to help them fix themselves of whatever I felt was wrong. But if I'm aggravated, I might take the time to put some stars in the email or answer that one question inside of the email and not commit to a longer survey. And that's at least some information that the company gets back, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. The number two question, how do you rate your last experience with us? So I'm a great fan of this question. And I think that every e-commerce company should ask it after a customer made a purchase. So let's imagine the situation. I buy a swimming suit from a company, hoping to get it before my holiday, before my vacation. Unfortunately, the delivery takes over a month and I get my brand new suit after I come back. So now I'm sitting in the snow and I've got this brand new suit. <laughs> you know? And you know, that's happened to all of us. We're like, that exactly. great for my trip and it doesn't show up in time. Exactly. So as you might expect, we're going to be furious, right? You're going to tell all your friends what a snafu this company did. So what do I do? The first thing I do is telling all my friends never to buy anything from that company. Then I'll probably write an appropriate negative review on social media. And in the future, every time I hear one of my friends talk about that store, I'm going to tell them my story, strongly recommending them to go to a competitor. Yep. Now you might think I'm overreacting, but believe me, I'm not. Just take a look at these statistics. News of bad customer service reach more than two times as many ears is praise for a good service experience. Mm -hmm. For every customer who bothers enough to complain, 26 other customers remain silent. Yes, that is so true. That's horrifying, right? Yep, it is. 
Yeah. People would rather tell the world about how much your service sucks than confront you with that fact. They would. It's passive aggressive. And it's just what happens these days. It's very true. And so you're lucky if you're given that, that negative feedback. Exactly. You can avoid this problem by sending an automated email or a short survey that's triggered after every purchase, asking about the last experience your customer had with you. Just imagine if I got an email after I ordered that swimsuit, knowing that my vacation was now two weeks away and it still hadn't arrived, I might have put something in that email. I wouldn't have been so upset. And then I would have been telling two friends what amazing service they offered me. Yes, it's that simple to completely flip the transaction and the experience for the customer. It really is. Yep. So the benefits of serving your customers, learn what does your customer think about your service? Number two, offer a solution to a problem. Compensate the customer if it turns out that they're upset. Let your customers tell you about their feelings so they don't feel the need to vent on social media. You might want to check how to handle negative comments on social media. Ask an open-ended question in your survey design. You might have several questions, but their frustration wasn't met by the questions you pre-programmed for them. Give them an outlet with an open-ended question. So the third question we're going to talk about is that customer feedback survey. If you could change just one thing about our product or service, what would it be? This question is awesome in terms of finding out where your customer's pain points. It also shows your customers that you care about their opinion and their voice is important to you. Now they like you even more. You've actually personalized your relationship. You're telling them that you value their opinion. In some cases, people will comment on features they will like to see on your website. And that's great. And sometimes they provide you with ideas on how you should expand your business. Maybe you don't need this info today, but who knows what tomorrow brings, right? The sooner you start, the more data you will collect that will eventually help you come up with ideas for innovation and differentiate you from your competitors. This question is also very handy when you do market research. You can modify this query to gather information about your competition. For example, what's the single biggest challenge you have encountered with your current mobile phone? What's the single biggest frustration you have experienced with your current accounting firm? What's the single biggest thing you wish you could change about your current TV provider? This way, you learn about weaknesses of your competitors and use them to your advantage. And make sure that you are internally focusing and developing something that the customer actually wants and actually will buy. Exactly. Now, the fourth question, which other options did you consider before choosing our products or services? If you were asked to name your biggest competitor, whom would you name? Would it be the first brand you see in Google when you enter your industry keywords? Is it a company that has the biggest number of customers or the biggest revenue? The thing is that your most valuable customers, the ones that you sell your product or services to, may favor a completely different company than you think. Maybe this niche company that you forgot about is the one that's your major competition. Asking your customers about their other product or service choices is the best way to find out. Your customers hold deep and valuable insight that you would never know until you actually ask. Yes. And depending on products or services that you're offering out there, guys, if you are assuming that your competition is one person, but it's really an entirely different company, 
then you might be missing the mark on what you're trying to offer or do. So it's really interesting to see what customers really think about what their opportunities and options are. That's a really great one to ask. Yep, absolutely. Now, question number five, what else would you like us to know? Again, that open-ended question. And this one's a powerful one. This simple little question can give you the information you haven't dreamed about. You wouldn't believe how many genuine, intelligent responses you can get by giving your respondents opportunity to tell you whatever they want. Use this question at the end of your questionnaire or email to give people a chance to speak up and share their thoughts. And that is such a great, great suggestion that you've given because when we're all sitting in our offices with our you know, hands in our hair going, I don't know what I should work on next. I don't know what my goals should be for 2018. I'm not sure how I'm supposed to know what the customer wants. What if you could just ask them? What if you just said, what is the biggest problem that you're having? What's the most difficult thing about getting support through digital or social channels with us? Which channel do you wish we were in? If you could give a survey question, even just a one-question survey to one of your social or digital customers, then that answers your question for when you go down the hall and you're in your executive meeting and they say, so what channels should we be looking at for 2018? You don't have to guess. You can say, well, actually, our customers are really wanting us to be more in Instagram or they're really wanting us to get into messenger customer chat. That way, it's an informed decision that you're making. You're not just throwing a dart at a dartboard. That's a great one. Yeah, and Frankie, we can expand on that too. We're all human. We want people to hear what we have to say. Customers suggest Instagram. All of a sudden, they see that you're available in Instagram. They sit back and go, oh my gosh, that company listened to me. And they're at coffee with their colleagues and friends. And they go, yeah, that company being an Instagram, I did that. That was my idea. And they took it because it was good. Yep, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Don't you love it? Yes, I do. I do. All right. So I brought you a bonus question today. I know I promised I'd only talk about five, but I'm actually giving you number six. Yay, guys, we get a bonus question. Good. That's awesome. Go right ahead. All right. So how would you rate value for money? Oh, so this is a great tool to identify which customers are at risk to leave you due to cost. Then you can consider lowering their monthly cost versus losing all of the revenue. Oh, wow. On the other hand, they tell you your product offers great value for the money. Consider increasing your rates. Right. Consider your company's revenue is based off a subscription model, software technology, beer of the month club box of beauty products. Your subscription renewal is 90 days away. Your CFO wants a revenue prediction. Mm. How do you figure this out? When asking this type of question, you can identify where you can raise the rates, where you can reduce the rates and avoid losing customers completely. Okay. So the best practices when asking customer experience questions, these are the things to consider. Keep it short, Just a few questions, less than seven, less than two to three minutes to take. This is going to help increase your response rates. Keep it relevant. Ask the right questions to the right people at the right time. Avoid survey fatigue. Do not survey any given individual more than once every 90 to 120 days. This will affect your response rate and the quality of your data by increasing both. 
And one thing to point out that we talked about that you brought to us on Monday's episode 113, measuring CSAT through surveys, is you're saying don't survey one individual more than every 90 to 120 days, but make sure that you are sending out surveys frequently. So maybe you only send Mr. Smith a survey every 90 to 120 days, but that doesn't mean you're not surveying. You're just surveying Mr. Jones, whoever it is, that you're keeping the surveys rolling. You're just rotating who's receiving them. Exactly. You're consistently surveying. You're just doing a sample of your customer base every week or every month. So you've always got continuous feedback. You've got the pulse of what your customers are saying about you right at your fingertips. Very important to have good technology to do that. Yep, absolutely. Now, the importance of customer feedback. Let's say it once and for all. Customer satisfaction is crucial for every business, regardless of its size, regardless of organizational structure, maturity, revenue, etc. The sooner you start gathering feedback, the better. So let's look at a few of the benefits of customer feedback and how it helps you. You can improve your products and services. You can provide smooth customer experience to become frictionless. Get into your customer's shoes. Understand their customer journey. What's it like for an outsider to do business with you? Gives you meaningful data that can be used to make better business decisions. Helps to improve customer retention. And it identifies your customer advocates. Those advocates are the loyalty, those referrals, the people that will refer to friends to you. So that's a lot of advantages, right? Yes, it is. And best of all, anyone can do it. So this leaves you without excuses. You don't need to implement a super complicated communication strategy into your business. You can just chat with your customers on social media, via email, or text, or send questionnaires. The only trick is to ask the right questions. But luckily, you now know what those questions are. Oh, Sandy Stretch, everybody. Sandy, thank you so much for coming on to explain all this to us. And if our listeners are looking for a company that can help them be able to deploy surveys, how can they get in touch with you? Sandy Stretch at Question Pro. The best way to reach me is via email. And that's Sandy, S-A-N-D-I dot stretch, S-T-R-E-T-C-H at questionpro.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Frankie. Have a great day. You too. Today's episode has been brought to you by craftbeerclub.com. Good people drink good beer. Get the finest craft beers from America's best microbreweries delivered right to your door. They search out exceptional craft beers from around the country and then deliver the monthly beer club selections direct to you or your gift recipient's door. You can choose an ongoing beer club membership or craft beer club gifts to ship monthly, every other month, or even quarterly. This is a fantastic gift for the craft beer enthusiast in your life. Give 1 to 12 shipments and receive up to 3 bonus gifts and an additional $25 bonus with your order. So head on over to sociallysupportive.com slash episode 115 and click the craft beer club picture today. All right, there you have it. That has been Wisdom Wednesday. Make sure that you tune in tomorrow for Thoughtful Thursday, where we will have some fantastic information about deep thoughts and overarching strategy for your digital and social customer care program. Until then, and even after then, I am Frankie Sochet. This is Sandy Stretch. 
and we will catch you tomorrow. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to Socially Supportive. Want more? Head on over to sociallysupportive.com to join the social pack and find the best tips, tricks, and technology to take your team from okay to outstanding in no time.